This is Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe. Like, you gotta do the work. You gotta show up and just do the work. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Back with another episode of Marcus Whitney Live. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode because anyone who has uh, watched my show, read my blog, or just sort of kept up with me at all knows that I, I talk quite a bit about sobriety. Um, it's been you know an incredible gift uh, in my life and has helped in every way imaginable. Clarity, performance, um, a sense of purpose, uh, being able to be there for people, and you know, occasionally you run across somebody where um, they share that they share that gift, and then you know, it's even more impressive when they take it one step further and they they make that sort of uh, an important part of their lives in terms of what they're giving out into the world. And so I was I was really really fortunate to uh, to be connected with today's guest. Uh, I, I'm I'm so happy to introduce to the universe uh, Zach Williams. Uh, Zach is an actor entrepreneur. Uh, mental health advocate, and he is launching a brand new product called PIM, which we're going to uh, dig all into next week. Um, but uh, it, it, we're going to dig all into over the course of this episode that is launching next week. Uh, but for, for starters, we need to get into the background and the story of, of how he got here. So uh, without further ado, Zach, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marcus. It's awesome to be on today. Yeah, man, um, it's it's so it's so great to have you, and I'm I'm really excited to dig into your story. So, um, if you if you don't mind, you know, can we can we just start with with a little bit of background on, you know, who you are and and sort of how you arrived uh, at this moment, you know, in terms of your your focus and your passion for mental health uh, issues, awareness, being an advocate for it, and actually, you know, spending your time and your life and your resources launching a company to support people through it. Certainly, for one. Uh... One preface to it, I'm, I'm not currently acting, I haven't for, for over a decade, almost 15 years now. So my, my main focus is entrepreneurial activity, mental health advocacy, and a side of investing. So um, that, that's, that's where I spend the lion's share of my time outside of being a, a dad. <laughs> th- th- that's, that's exactly... Uh, what I do and who I love to talk to. So, so sorry for not, you know, saying that that was a part of your past and not sort of your present. Yeah, no, no, 100%. It's all good. I, I, I just, I just want to emphasize in terms of my story, most of my focus is around uh, mental health at this point. And uh, what got me to that point is I had experienced uh, stress and anxiety and, and all sorts of different forms uh, generally in pretty extreme forms throughout my life. Um, in my childhood and adolescence, I experienced a lot of it. Um, my freshman year of college as a freshman at New York university experienced September 11th. Um, and, uh, September 11th, the, the, the attacks and, uh, and then, you know, throughout adulthood leading up to my, my dad dying by suicide. Um, it it was bad and only got worse. And so I was diagnosed with PTSD and had extreme anxiety and stress associated with it. And I realized that um, I had to do something to take care of myself. And the things I were I was using, the things the things that I was hoping would uh, uh, provide 
support for me, things like alcohol, trying to use things like cannabis products, trying to use things like prescription pharmaceuticals, none of those help me manage my well-being in the way that I wanted. Mm. And so, so I realized that I, about five years ago, starting that process, that something had to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing I discovered was that uh, a commitment to service focused around something I'm passionate about, specifically mental health, mm-hmm. um, was very healing for me personally. Mm. Um, and I found mental health advocacy was very restorative, uh, specifically working with organizations in a supporting capacity, helping them with their strategy, organizational development, focus on the leadership development of the organizations. And, um, and so I found that to be one element that was extremely helpful. And then starting about four years ago, I realized that I didn't need to rely upon alcohol and things like it to support my stress and anxiety. I, I could find other solutions. And, uh, and in embarking upon that journey, I realized that, hey, I don't need this in my life. But as a result of that, I'm still experiencing stress and anxiety, so I had to find other solutions to support me. And I found a collection of things that helped. Um, mindfulness, some meditation, community support groups. Also, um, I found that a collection of amino acid formulations and adaptogenic formulations were really helpful for me and my well-being, uh, primarily to balance out my hormones and endocrinal system. And, um, and so, so along, along that journey, I realized, wow, there's an opportunity to create uh, something bigger than the sum of its parts, to develop a company that stands for mental health support in the consumer goods category. And uh, just over 18 months ago, I embarked upon that journey and created a company called PIM, focused on seeking to solve for acute mental health conditions, utilizing natural compounds like amino acids. And um, spent 2019 in product development, came upon a formulation that we found to be safe, delicious, and effective for the people that were were trialing it. And um, 2020 has been spent commercializing the product. So we're launching next week. We'll be out in market September 8th, able to ship throughout the United States. I'm so excited and proud of my team and the work that, that they've put into doing something that was challenging to get to this point. And um, I'm really hoping that we can, we can use the, the, the company's vision our product base, ideally, and communicate to our customers that we want to be an anchor for mental health support. We want to stand for mental health support in the private sector and ultimately be able to spread the word of reducing the stigma and, and, and establishing a foundation around people feeling like they have something that they can rely upon to support them through difficult times. 
And so, you know, a lens I'm taking around this is, a, is the lens of an advocate. I created this brand to stand for mental health. And we want to continue to advocate for reducing the stigma to, to encouraging uh, healthy activity like mindfulness, meditation, proper nutrition, uh, not, not harmfully self-medicating. You know, all those things are the things that we want to take a stand for. And uh, all roads in my life lead to mental health support at this point, save for being a, a, a dad to my son. And of course, there's, there's a mental health support <laughs> element of that, Yeah, as, as, as any parent would know. Um, but uh, we also want to have some fun and, and show up for him. And uh, yeah, like that. That's, that's awesome. I, I have, th there were two things that you said that I wanted to dig into a little bit more um, because they just made me reflect on my own journey. So the, the first one is um, the moment where you said, uh, you know, something has to change, right? You were a young person. Um, you had accumulated trauma from a series of life experiences, right? You know, I mean, all throughout your life, I mean, all of us do, right? We all are accumulating trauma, but then you had like some, some really significant events that happened. Um, you know, when I think back on my own uh, issues and, and how I was able to get to the other side of them, there's always sort of this, this self-determined quote unquote bottom you know, where I just got sick and tired of being sick and sick and tired. Um, but it also was helpful to have a bit of a, a reflection back into my life that said, hey, you're not broken. Things have happened to you and you're coping and dealing with them the best you can. Right. Um, because it, it, it sort of gave me that little bit of of strength to be able to find, because it takes a lot of courage to say something's got to change, right? You know, so I'm just wondering, you know, in that, in that process, what was there, were there little nudges of, of encouragement that sort of said to you, hey, you're not broken, but the world is a tough place and things have happened to you and, and to, to sort of give you the encouragement that you could make the stand for yourself and say, I don't know how I'm going to fix this, but like, I'm going to start the journey. It's a great, some great comments, great question around uh, the brokenness uh, consideration. For me, I used to relish in, in the broken component, uh, thinking to myself, oh, I'm broken, I'm traumatized, I'm damaged. As a result, I'm, I'm special and, uh, and I, I can, do the things that are harmful for me in terms of self-medicating and the like, because that's what I need to get me through to through, through the day because of the, my brokenness. And and what it, what became apparent to me over time is I'm not as broken as I was thought. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> that phrase was broken. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not as broken as I thought I was, um, and when it comes to mending the trauma and, and, and hurt that's accrued over a lifetime, you can come out of it very resilient. And, and, uh, 
And the thing that I that I found was when I embraced the brokenness of it all, it separated me, it isolated me mm. from others. Mm. Saying, oh, I'm broken, they can't, they can't get what I'm going through. Mm. They can't associate with my experience. And that's not the case. Most people can empathize with your experience. There are exceptions, um, but you can find common ground and connect with people through their through a shared experience right and and the lens that i've taken over time is that is one of post-traumatic growth i love that phrase that's a good one yeah yeah shout out to my friend dr ragu apasani for putting me onto that that's a good um, one. the lens of growth around experiencing traumatic events and finding the resilience and strength to get through them enables you to show up for others and maintain strength in vulnerability mm. and to be uh, open and, and capable of solving extremely challenging considerations, both in one's own life and the, 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 you know, the community that one is a part of. And so I think there are times where, you know, it can be okay to say, Hey, I'm broken. I'm feeling broken. That's needs, that needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. But I think there's an element of that that needs to be considered around you. What my, I'll speak for myself, my, me claiming that I'm broken and that I'm not sure how to fix myself or, or, or repair the damage and the like, um, leads me to not make uh, decisions around connecting and trying to find ways to actually see people eye to eye. Mm. And ultimately that can leave one very isolated. Mm. And when one's isolated, it leads to all sorts of issues and considerations. And I, I you know, I'm, I'm an ambivert, so sometimes I like being around people. Sometimes I need to be alone, but but that's not to say that there's there's joy and an appreciation around finding solitude, finding peace and quiet. It, it's just about intentionally pushing away because you're qualifying yourself as so special, so unique that no one will get you. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, when you when you find there are tribes out there, there are communities that will get you. And, and no matter who you are, no matter who you are. And so, um, you know, with our company, we're seeking to, to build a community. Um, our first product is something we call the Mood Chew. It's meant to provide stress and anxiety support, um, primarily through amino acid and an adaptogenic delivery system. Um, meaning we've got amino acid and adaptogen, adaptogenic compounds that are present in our product. It's a chewable. It goes into your system and ideally provides anxiety and stress support. Um, but, you know, it's a premise. It's a, it's a concept that we're seeking to put forth as well. And that's the idea that anyone with the appropriate lens and focus can find the version of themselves that they want to be and take care of themselves in that, in the manner that uh, supports that version of themselves.
And so that's our goal. I've got, I've got one more question about your path here before I really want to dig into the product. Um, and it's about the, the order in which, uh, you embraced service and sobriety that, that caught me off guard a little bit. You know, um, the, the standard order is somebody, you know, they walk into the doors, they say, I'm not going to drink anymore or whatever. You know, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drug anymore. And then, you know, they, they're talking to someone who's walked that path a little bit longer and they say, you need to stop focusing on yourself and you need to focus on service. And for you, if I heard you correctly, you went service first and then a year later you, you, you realize, oh, well, I don't need to like self-medicate in this way, you know, anymore. To, to, to me, that's a, that, that's a, that's a key point of, of the story that I, I just want to hear a little bit about uh, because it, it gets into the mental health versus quite frankly, like brokenness born this way, you know, just, just the relationship between uh, an individual and a substance um, because you went, you, you went in this, in this order, I'm interested in, in hearing a little bit more about that from you. And then I want to really dig into the product. Sure. Uh, absolutely. It's a great question. Um, the reason why I embraced service before sobriety, because I found a very, uh, um, restoring path in teaching financial literacy in prison. Um, wow. Uh, that, at San Quentin prison working with, uh, an incarcerated individual named Curtis Carroll. He goes by wall street, um, found, an enormous amount of healing through volunteering for that course, which was called uh, the FEEL course, which stands for Financial Empowerment Emotional Literacy. Wow. And, um, and so uh, that was kind of the catalyst for me is saying around, kind of, wow, this is, this is something that I can use to support and, and help recover from the trauma that I experienced from my dad dying by suicide. Um, I, I no longer volunteer in, in the prison system. Um, and I found myself ultimately segueing, being drawn towards mental health initiatives because, um, it was something that was so near and dear to my heart. And, uh, and, uh, the first organization I ended up segueing into, uh, in terms of in, in the mental health space is an organization called Bring Change to Mind. And it focused on removing the stigma associated with mental health, uh, using campaigns focused around uh, uh, young people as an audience, and then, um, and then deploying, uh, creating and deploying uh, mental health supporting curricula in high schools and some universities. And there was just 100%, or, you know, almost, near full alignment in, in doing that type of work. I loved teaching financial literacy, loved it. Um, I have a background in business and technology. And so being able to share my experience and, and go through kind of the paths of discussing and teaching financial literacy, both from, from my experience, but also in terms of thinking about how it can how it can best support people through their journey uh, through the system and beyond. Um, that was great. 
Um, but uh, it, it kind of happened by chance. And so, so in that journey, I realized I was still uh, trying to use things like alcohol to support the, you know, the extreme amounts of stress and anxiety I was dealing with. And, uh, I, and it got to the point where it was just like, something needs to stop. This is not, you can't be self-medicating and committing to service and expecting to find yourself healed through this process. So, right. uh, it took a while to catch. I just, when I decided I wanted to stop using alcohol to try and attempt to support my well-being. Um, uh, but you know, at this point it's been over three years without using alcohol and, um, and I, I found it to be, uh, immensely restorative for me. So I, I am interested in understanding the science now. Okay. So I, uh, my, my day job when I'm not, you know, doing podcasting is um, I'm in the healthcare venture capital space. And one thing I know from that space is that, you know, the, the history of, of healthcare in this country is, uh, is very interesting. We've done some incredible things in the acute space. Um, we've done some incredible things in the pharmaceutical space. Uh, mental health has been a challenge for us. Um, it has really been a challenge for for our our healthcare industry to to understand it, and and we have largely addressed it through um, talk therapy and through uh, drugs, pharmaceuticals, right? And so, uh, when you talk about amino acids, um, I I am just interested to understand what is the what is the science behind him, you know, and, and really, you know, the, the, the cohort of ingredients and the symptoms that it provides relief from, like, like talk about the actual, like what's going on, uh, you know, in the body that, that your, that your product can actually help people who are, who are suffering with anxiety. Sure. Um, well, first we, we can start with what amino acids are. They are the building blocks of proteins. They help support um, the, your body's hormones, ultimately the endocrinal system, help you build uh, and support the development of tissue, and, um, and help facilitate the development of neurotransmitters and the operations of those neurotransmitters. So that's how it relates to the brain. Got it. Um, in terms of how amino acids impact well-being and optimal mental health, uh, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's, they impact elements of the endocrinal system. So our first product interacts with a system in the body called the GABA system. And the GABA system is, uh, is responsible for function and hey, um, hey can you say that one I cut out there? Yeah, yeah 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 say that one more time yeah so the GABA system is responsible for neurotransmitter function and um, regulating the amount of information that is kind of 
grokked by the by the rain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you're experiencing a GABA deficiency, often the 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 experience of that is feeling overwhelmed, feeling like there's too much information coming in and the like. Um, if you get the appropriate amount of GABA in your system, you have better uh, filters that help you su- support information um, uh, understanding. And so, so that's the element of the, of the system that our first pro- uh, the element of the endocrinal system that our first product supports. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, with L-theanine, it, there are studies in science and research that shows that it uh, has a positive impact on the activity of a system in the brain called the default mode network. And the default mode network is responsible for such activity you might know as rumination, uh, future tripping, Mm -hmm. things like that. And L-theanine helps better regulate the default mode network so there's less rumination. So it promotes things like focus and clarity. Um, Other types of amino acids, impact and and help regulate different elements of the endocrinal system for instance and we don't have a product yet that contains this but i'll use it as an example the serotonin system um it's impacted by things like ssris mao inhibitors things that would traditionally be known as antidepressants um when you take certain amino acids in supplement form like 5-HTP, that helps boost serotonin levels. I would highly not recommend taking supplements that regulate serotonin levels and things like antidepressants that regulate serotonin levels. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the end of the day, when it comes to any of this, any of these products that help balance out the endocrinal system, I recommend people consult a, a clinician, a healthcare provider, if they're taking any sort of pharmaceutical prescriptions, mm-hmm. because ultimately doctors can help guide patients to optimal methods of support. Um, but the ultimate goal is regulating elements of the endocrinal system. So. We're starting with the GABA system. As I mentioned, the serotonin system is something that can be effectively regulated in certain ways, uh, utilizing amino acid compounds. The same thing applies to uh, endorphin system, adrenal system, to some respects, the thyroid system. So all these different elements, it's just about finding the building blocks that ultimately can be aggregated in your system to create compounds that provide optimal support. And so the, the pursuit that, that this relates to is, is uh, both neuroscience, but also endocrinology and melding the two, the intersection of the two is neuroendocrinology. So we, you know, we work with our science advisory board uh, who come from you know, uh, scientists from 
uh, Harvard Medical School, UCSF, USC. Um, these are all researchers, clinicians focused on thinking through how we can find systems-based solutions for mental health support. Because that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. We're providing a systems-based solution. Right. It's not right. a pill that will solve all your problems. No. It's just, it's just a step in the right direction. Right. Right. Um, you know, I, I do feel that, that we are getting a much better understanding of, of the, of the brain broadly. I don't mean science, but I mean, broadly, um, we're, we're starting to understand the brain better. And, and, you know, if, if anyone watched Elon Musk's, uh, Neuralink, uh, demo, you know, we're, we're understanding that, uh, the brain is, is, is controlling all of these things and it's sending all these waves and, and uh, it's, it's ability to do its best to regulate itself does have a lot to do with our chemistry, you know, and, and how, how balanced that chemistry is at, at the end of the day. And so it's, it is exciting to see this conversation advancing from, you know, just simple crude, judgments around okay this person is is broken or they're crazy or any you know all, all these things that i feel like when when we were growing up that was kind of like the default conversation right you know you just sort of say this person's loony this person's crazy this person can't handle life you know to now understanding there there's chemistry at play you know and the brain is 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 part of what's happening here and the way that people are responding to the, the things they're experiencing in their lives um can be can be addressed it can be addressed right you know just just even that idea that it can be addressed is is um it's just so so hopeful for me you know yeah me too i you know i think there, there's so much more science and research that can be done for us we're providing ideally the the compounds that can better support you know the the, the relationship between the brain and the hormones that help regulate mood and the like, um, then say not taking it <laughs> because, you know, better is relative. Um, but, you know, the ultimate goal for us is to push people into healthy activity, mindfulness, meditation, healthy diet, exercise. Right. You know, I would love to see an environment where people are able to find solutions for stress and anxiety, ultimately without needing, a, you know, a chewable, a, a pill, whatever right. it may be. But, but you know, we're far from that. <laughs> and in the meantime, we want to find ways to to provide day to day support while um, while we can take an opportunity and kind of really identify what are the things that are causing duress, anguish and the like, and, and hopefully find kind of a path forward. Highly recommend therapy for many people, highly recommend, you know, specific forms of therapy like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, mm -hmm. EMDR, which stands for something. Um, <laughs> you know, like all, all, all these, all, you know, there's, there's, there are, there's a, a mindset around thinking about this and it's called precision 
mental health care. And that is for, for a given individual, right. for their experiences, for their makeup, there is likely a solution set of physical experiences like therapy or, you know, telehealth experiences, potentially an optimal diet, potential compounds that they can be taken to support their optimal well-being and mental health. And so for every, for every person, there's kind of a different permutation. Right. Right. And, you know, the ultimate goal would be what I would want to see is that people fall into their, their flow. Yeah. How can we get people into their flow? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's a, that's a really, really good note to end on. Um, as, as a, as a North star, how do we get each individual person into their own particular flow? Love that. Yeah. Love that. Zach, thank you so much. Everybody out there. Um, next week is the launch of this groundbreaking product. So, uh, you can follow them right now online at you can pim that's p y m you can pim that's on instagram that's on twitter uh you can pim.com good branding uh consistent branding is the is the website um and uh and and follow and and you know i, I want to say support but i would say more you know educate yourself um you know educate yourself about uh everything we are we are starting to learn about mental health and all of the new innovative uh, ways that people can take action um, to better support themselves um, and and not just sort of have to live uh, in 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 misery and with a you know with a with an incorrect view of of themselves being being broken. Um, so so with that, uh, you know, thank you, Zach, so much. Uh, my book, Create and Orchestrate, in stores now. Go grab it if you haven't already. The podcast, Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe, everywhere that you subscribe to and listen to podcasts. You can follow me online everywhere at Marcus Whitney. That's it. I will be back uh, tomorrow with yet another episode of Marcus Whitney Live. Uh, y'all take care of yourselves out there. And until the next time, let's build a new normal, y'all. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Marcus Whitney's Audio Universe.